It is Sunday, February 14, 2021. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. It's the Early Edge, powered by Sportsline. I am the coach. We're here every single day before 11 a.m., and we try to do it in 10 minutes or less. The clock has started coming off kind of a whole home Saturday. It was fun, just a little bit profitable because we had a plus 150 thanks to Rick G in golf. But what do we always say? It's on to the next, and this is the start of a new week for us. So we're giving you a ton today to play. Let's bring in my cappers, my two favorites. Don't tell the other guys. All right, M Squared, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Coach. Very excited. Love the marquee college basketball games, NBA, and the Daytona 500 today. We're fired up. Let's go. Oh, we may or may not have a pick in that in just a second. Of course, he is our rock. He's our leader. He's the maestro. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Coach. I was off yesterday. actually missed you guys. Let's do it. I, I, I can't have you off because people tweet me, oh, where's the maestro? Where's the maestro? All right, let's get into our storylines that could affect the betting lines today. M Squared, let's start with you. All right, we've got a couple names that are out in the NBA. Potentially, Mason Plumlee still dealing with an injury for the Piston. That impacts the DFS line or DFS and player props and the betting line. So watch that one. For the Charlotte Hornets and the San Antonio Spurs, they're both uh, – P.J. Washington is out for the Hornets. LaMarcus Aldridge remains out for the San Antonio Spurs. And then out west later tonight, De'Aaron Fox, Marvin Bagley, both questionable for Sacramento against the Memphis Grizzlies. All right, very good. Keep in mind, we give these out every day, and they're so important, especially in the, the sport of basketball, to keep track of who's playing and who's not playing. All right, it's hard to believe, but the Daytona 500 is here tonight. And I, I know, Mike, you got your chops are ready to go. Give me, give me, give me a little taste from the Daytona 500. Yeah, I'm definitely ready for the Daytona 500 here. So I'll be circling and watching the Penske cars. So that's going to be Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski, and Ryan Blaney. I like both, or I like all three of them, and I like obviously, of course, Denny Hamlin. The odds are just too high for uh, Denny Hamlin here. You can't pay that price at a track like Daytona, despite his recent success here. So look for drivers further back in the field. Our friends at William Hill have a nice odds boost on Joey Logano at plus 1,600. I make him only plus 800 in the actual simulation, so you're getting insane value to take that, which is why I'll also be taking him top five at plus 225. And then if you're looking for a matchup play, one of my favorite matchups, we're going to be looking at the Hendricks cars. I like Alex Bowman plus 100 against William Byron. These two cars and teams, they're obviously the same equipment. They're very, very similar in terms of driver talent. You're getting plus money on what should be very close to a coin flip here at Daytona. These super speedways can essentially be a random number generator at times here. So give me the plus money on the two identical cars with Bowman, who has had more success at super speedways in his short career. All right, very good. I love the Daytona 500, but like a lot of years, it usually comes down to the final three to five uh, laps. All right, I'm going to jump in on the storylines that could affect the betting lines because we have round four at the AT&T Pebble Beach, and the golf world is a buzz for the second straight week. Jordan Speed takes the 54-hole lead into Sunday. Now, he managed to keep it around on Saturday, and despite not hitting it well, he still shot under par. He's got a two-shot lead. So I saw a lot of value on the card here. I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on Speed plus 165. You give me a two-shot lead plus money over one and a half to one, I'll take that. And then also in a head-to-head matchup, Kevin Streelman minus 110 over Max Homa. Homa has not put four rounds together yet this year, and Kevin Streelman has three straight top tens at this event. 
take him straight to the pay window. All right, Larry Maestro, what do you got for us this morning? Well, Coach, I'm looking at the Big Ten, a huge game with Michigan and Wisconsin. Michigan coming back off the COVID pause. It's a huge revenge spot for Wisconsin, which got obliterated uh, by 23 at Michigan. That's kind of the game of the day. The Sharps are loading up on Wisconsin. We'll see what anyone else on this show has to say about that. But there's also a lot of unfair scheduling going on in college basketball, especially in the Big Ten, where Nebraska had the gut-wrenching overtime loss, and now they have to go to Penn State, third game in five days for a winless Big Ten team, and Penn State's been resting for a while. There's another unfair scheduling spot in college basketball that I'm targeting later today. All right, keep track of where these games are. That's why uh, the maestro is who he is. All right, it's time to address our Sportsline app, and it's the best app in the business. Now, we had a perfect parlay contest on Saturday. Hundreds of you left your parlay at our YouTube channel in the comments, just like we told you to, but only two of you left your Twitter handle and or Instagram handle. You got to listen, people. And even though they didn't hit the parlay correctly, we're going to give them a free year-long subscription to Sportsline. That's right. Alonzo Dukes and Barnacle Betts. You get a free year-long subscription to Sportsline. You are welcome. Congratulations. And people, every time we run a contest, listen. All right, time for our Sportsline play of the day. You can still use the promo code EDGE and get 30 days at Sportsline for free. Here we go. Notre Dame minus seven against Miami from the man behind the model. Stephen O, this is a graded B pick on the sports line app. Notre Dame won by 14 three weeks ago at Miami. Miami's been off for a week. They had a game canceled against North Carolina for dumb reasons. I think that Stephen O is on to something here. Six, two, and one in his last nine college basketball picks. Take Notre Dame minus a seven over Miami. Okay, on to our board here. M squared, give it to me. Yeah, I've got a theme today, Coach. I am chilling at home with my dog, so I'm betting three home dogs today, all plus one and a half. We're going to start with Wisconsin, plus one and a half against Michigan. This line, I did see it just moved to plus one. That's okay. In my simulations, I make them minus two and a half. As Larry mentioned at the top of the show, over a three-week layoff for Michigan here. Now they have a brutal spot looking as a Wisconsin team's looking for revenge at home. When you've had three weeks off in college basketball like this, having to play one of the best defenses on their home floor in college basketball, that's a brutal spot, brutal matchup. Give me Wisconsin plus one, plus one and a half all day. And then we're going to move to the NBA, the Charlotte Hornets, another team that I continue to bet and has been pretty good to me overall. I like them here despite P.J. Washington being out because that means we're going to see the three-headed monster of Terry Rozier, Devontae Graham, and LaMelo Ball starting there. And it's going to sprinkle in some more Miles Bridges, who is playing very well off the bench. I like him here against the San Antonio Spurs. I actually make them minus 0.4. So about half a point, you're getting almost two points of edge there. And then the Kings. I mentioned out west, the Kings, De'Aaron Fox, Marvin Bagley are both questionable to play in this game. I don't think the injury for De'Aaron Fox is super serious. I expect him to be upgraded to probable and play in this game. I make them a slight favorite over the Memphis Grizzlies, but giving them plus one and a half on their home floor, I like it a lot here. This Kings team is actually top 10 in the NBA in terms of offensive efficiency. All right, real quick, what is, are you, are you going to be updating on, on uh, social media if De'Aaron Fox, that's a big out, if he's out throughout the day, would you come off the game quickly? Uh, probably will not come off the game either way because it'll open up more for Tyrese Halliburton, but I will keep you guys updated on Twitter this afternoon. Very good. All right, Maestro, you're up, sir. 
Okay, first let's start in the ACC with this schedule spot that I mentioned. Georgia Tech, a team I used to cover as the beat writer. Third game in five days. Heartbreaking loss at Clemson. Their best player misses two free throws with like two with uh, eight seconds left. Clemson banks in at three. They also had that tough loss to Virginia. Now they're playing a pit team that's totally rested. Georgia Tech has a very short rotation. They, these guys play 37 to 40 minutes. Third game in five days off of the heartbreak. I'm going to take the five points with Pitt. I mean, Tech is a better team, but I think this one comes down to the wire. And then in the Big Ten, Minnesota goes to Maryland. Everyone knows Minnesota has not been able to win on the road, 0-6, but they did play decently last time at Rutgers. The thing is, Maryland still has a lot to play for. Even though they're 4-9 and nine in the conference, they can run the table. Their schedule sets up nicely. They've had a brutal schedule. It starts tonight. I think Maryland gets it done, laying two, two and a half to Minnesota. And then finally out west, Oregon State at Arizona State. Arizona State just depleted. Eight scholarship players were available Thursday. They might have seven or eight tonight. And Arizona State, three and 12 against the number this season, failing to cover by six and a half points. That is the eighth worst margin in the country in terms of how they've done versus the odds makers' expectations. Take five points with Oregon State. How you find these values is beyond me, but this just amazing information, which is what we're trying to do here at the Early Edge. It's not just about picking winners. It's getting you the information so you can digest it at home. All right, we're up against it. It's that time. Grab your paper, grab your pencil. It's time for the recap. We'll start with M squared in the Daytona 500. There is a ratings boost or a boost that you can get. Joey Logano, top five, plus 225. In a head-up matchup, Alex Bowman over William Byron. M squared says they're very similar, similar cars. Bowman just might be the better driver. Then in hoops, Wisconsin plus one against Michigan. The Hornets plus one and a half in the NBA. And the Kings plus one and a half. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, regardless of whether or not he plays, M squared said he would still take the Kings. The Maestro, he loves Pitt plus the five. Maryland minus the two and a half in the Big Ten. And Oregon State out west in the Pac-12 plus five. My college, or excuse me, my golf picks for the day. Kevin Streelman over Max Holman. That's minus 110. And then Spieth to win Plus 165, he's got a two-shot lead. And then our Sportsline app play of the day, Notre Dame minus seven over Miami. That's a lot of stuff. You've got your marching orders. Let's take every single ticket straight to the pay window. This is the start of our week, and we're going to start it red hot. For Chief, for M-Squared, for the Maestro, for the Jeweler, I am the coach. This is the only place seven days a week, 365 for your Early edge. Good luck.